This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I'm hyped for this episode. We have an interview with the wonderful Prophetess Tanya Lofty. You guys know Tanya, if you've been in the society, if you listen to the podcast, what's understood don't need to be explained. <laughs> but for this episode, we're going to be talking about the prophetic. I don't think we've just had just that conversation on the podcast before. I forgot what we talked about last time you were on here, but I want to make sure that we cover this because there are a lot of people who listen to the show who are called. They have the gift 
of uh, prophecy, or they may be called to the office of a prophet. And we'll talk about the differences between the two. Um, there are just a ton of gifted people. I always say those who listen to the show, I call them powerhouses because that's what they are. Mm-hmm. And so I want to have that conversation so they can understand their gifting, understanding the um the things God may be calling them to, of course, talking about hearing from God and all of that. And then for the second part of the conversation, which will probably be next week's episode, I want to talk about just making sure that you are under right leadership and um, understanding the difference between false teaching and sound doctrine. But let's start with the conversation about the prophetic. So a lot of people who listen to this show, they're either early on in their walk And they listen to the show because they hear a message that's relevant to them. They get the tips that they need for business and growing in their relationship with God. But a lot of people who listen to the show are kind of in this space where they're not sure if they're hearing from God or they think they are, but then they kind of psych themselves out because they get into their head. So I really want to start with you explaining the different ways that God speaks to us and how can we decipher his voice versus ourselves or the enemy or anything else that may be going on in our head well um hello everybody god bless you all i um i love that we're having this conversation um especially with the dispensation of time that we live in so the first way that god is going to speak is through his word if there he's always going to speak through his word if you want to get to know god get to know his word and so there's there's no other way around it. There's only one way, you know, and that's through Jesus. But Jesus, God, Jesus even said, me and my word are one. So you can't get away from the word of God. We can't get away from doing the word of God and being um, uh, accountable to the word of God. So that's the first way that God is going to speak to you, all right? Um, another way that God may speak to you, it may be a still small voice, right? But it's the spirit of God that is drawing you. No one comes to the father unless the spirit of God draws them, right? So it may be, you know, I know it may be that Jehovah witness that gives you that track. It may be, um, you know, an evangelist that says, hey, you know, God loves you. You know, it's just the silent, you know, it's the, God is always speaking, you know, it may be, you know, I've, I've woke up and heard him say, you know, I'll make my face to shine upon you, but it's, these are scriptures that he's saying, you know, so God is always going to speak to you through and by his word. If something does not line up with the word, you should always question it. All right. And so, you know, that is number one, but God will speak to you through people. He will use people, you know, he will, he will use people, you know, in scripture, he used the donkey. So, you know, it just, God will speak, you know, but we have to look at it through the lens of God. And, and there's so many things out here that are going to speak contrary to the word of God. Mm -hmm. That's where we want to make sure that we are, wait a minute, is this God? And it's okay to ask that question. You know, it is definitely until you become more acquainted with the voice of God. All right. Because you only do that through a relationship. Okay. So if I, Tatum and I know each other, 
but there's certain things I would never have said to Tatum if I when I didn't know her. Okay, but now that I know Tatum, you know, we laugh, we talk, we cry, whatever. But what I'm saying is we have a relationship. It's the same with any, and the Lord is just like that. Sometimes we think that God is so far away when he's so close. And so, you know, we have to understand that God is loving. He doesn't want us, he never, he doesn't want to be away from us. He wants to love us. He wants to sup with us. He wants to talk with us. So, you know, but these are ways that you can hear from God. Got it. And I, I love how you started with the word, because I think that is something that for anybody who is just starting out, the, the Bible should always be that whatever you're holding up again, whatever you're holding, what you're hearing up against. So it needs to be validated through the word. God will never contradict what's in the word. And it's also important to know the word for yourself, know the context, know the text, all of that, because the enemy will allow something to sound similar to scripture and then pervert it. And if you don't know the word for yourself or don't go check it, because, you know, it takes time and studying to be able to recall scripture off the top of your head or to cite it or things like that. That takes time. And we are in the information age. You can Google everything. So you can literally scripture about X, Y, Z and find it so that you can then say, is that what I heard? Or is what I'm hearing in alignment with this? If it's contradictory to it, then that's not God. And Amen. that goes for what you hear yourself. That goes for what other people say to you. That goes for anything, just really allowing you to divide the voices that you hear. Because you could be hearing from your trauma, your insecurities, your uh, the enemy may plant thoughts in your head. It could be your own thoughts. There's so much, there's so much that goes on in our head. And it's important, again, like you said, to just make sure that you're measuring up whatever you're hearing against the word of God. So now that we have that established, let's go into the prophetic. So what's, what is a prophet? Um, a prophet is one, we're a servant of God. Um, I think sometimes, you know, people get so caught up in titles, but if you really look at what, if you study prophets um, of old, of the Old Testament, um, you will see that a prophet is a servant of God, all right? And there, if you are calling yourself a prophet, um, first, you don't call yourself. No one just calls themselves to this office. When you really look throughout scripture, you're not, no one is just going to call themselves to be a prophet. Um, you're not. You, didn't, you don't call yourself to the office. The Lord calls you to the office. <laughs> You know, people call themselves to a lot of things, a lot of things. You can make yourself whatever you are, but that doesn't mean that God called you to be that. Okay. And so um, the number one thing I always tell people when I've done prophetic trainings is that a prophet is going to be praying. All right. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you call yourself a prophet and you're not, and you're not praying. I, I, I'm not talking about jumping on a live to pray. Let me get, let me, let me, let me come on through here. <laughs> let me come on through here. Let me come on through because you should be lamenting and weeping. And, and if you would know what I mean, if, if, um, if you're a prophet, okay. 
you're going to be weeping and lamenting. You are praying that people turn their hearts back to God. A prophet is going to always point you back to God. Always point you back to God. Like I literally feel the, feel the heart of God because it's not about us. It's, it, it, has, <laughs> it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with you if God has called you to the prophetic. It's nothing to do with you. And in society and this world, everybody's looking for a title. Everybody's looking for a, a you know, a platform. Everybody's looking for a, a come up, right? But at what cost do you want that come up? Do you know what it really cost? And so um, you, God is going to call you to the office. I'm just going to talk briefly about me. I didn't know that that's what the Lord was doing with me. I, I didn't know, you know, he would tell me to go live and please hear me. When I say this, please put a pen. If you don't have a relationship with God yet, or you're still cultivating that, don't go, don't wreck yourself. Don't wreck yourself. Don't wreck yourself trying to be to to get ahead of God. Okay? Because sometimes you're being cultivated and you're being purified and you're being called unto something. It doesn't mean that you're there yet. It doesn't mean that's not what you are, but there is a process to everything. And we have to be okay with the process. And I love your generation. I love your generation because there's so many that are being called. But listen, there's a process to it. And the Lord, you know, started telling me to go live. I would just go live encouraging people. You know, it was just come on, come on. You know, I've always been an encourager, but just come on, you can do it. Or I would, oh, you know, y'all know I play music all the time, but, you know, just encouraging the hearts of people to love God and want to be closer to God. And I did not know that he was calling me to the office. And so don't get ahead of yourselves. I tell you, you know, we'll, we'll get to maybe that in the second part, but don't get ahead of yourself because you don't call yourself. No true leader calls themselves to an office. You don't have to. You you why do you have to do it? It doesn't mean you don't know, but why do you have to you know you better be able to walk this thing out. Your life should line up and a prophet should live a holy life. You know, God will call you to consecrate yourself more than others, more than others. And, and and some of it is it's just to purify you. He'll prophets have to keep their ear gate and their eye gate pure. You all know, we all know, just from life itself. There's so many things talking to us. All that's what Tatum started with. There's so many voices out there. There's so much talking, every talking to us all the time or speaking to us. And so we have to keep our ear gates pure, our eye gates pure, our hearts 
pure. Our hearts have to be pure. And you'll be cut away from a lot. I tell you, I, I can only speak from experience, but when you look throughout scripture, you'll see this as well. There, prophets, we 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 can't be around everybody. We call God calls us to to lament and pray all times of the night and hours of the night and wake us up. It, it's not it's not a lighthearted thing. And you know, I'm not making this um just about prophet, you know, I know we're talking about prophets, but it's important because it's been tainted. Okay. And yes, some people get off. Some people get off. Some people start good, but they go, I don't know where they go, but I don't want to go with you. <laughs> I don't want to go with you. You talked a lot about the process. And I want to go back to that for a second. You said how, you know, for you and your story, you just started going live and encouraging people. And then, so at what point does someone get appointed at, you know, or affirmed to that particular office after they go through this purification and process period? Like at what point is this is stamp prophetess, whomever, right. or prophet? whomever. I was, I've always been curious about that myself. Right. Well, the, 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 um, the prophet is subject to the prophet. So prophets know other, a prophet knows a prophet. Let me say that first. And then there's also apostles, you know, some people just know you're a prophet. Um, but I've had not just the lives. Let me, let me back up. Cause I, I've really got to, I, I always got to kind of go because Social media has done a work. You understand? So I have to really guard and protect um, people. Um, first, it started with I was having a lot of dreams. So there were dreams that I would have. Let me let me go say this. And there were many dreams that I had of a lot of wicked stuff. <laughs> okay. Wicked, wicked stuff happening within churches, happening with leaders. Um, you know, I've had dreams of from the president to just all kinds of stuff. All right. And so you'll have a lot of dreams. Um, I started studying the prophetic for about three to four, maybe like a year or two. God just had me studying. You know, it was something that he put in my heart. I just started studying. And my, you know, I remember my husband, he was like, what is going on with you? And I was like, I don't know. I said, I, I can't tell you right now. You know, he knows I've always loved God, you know, so it wasn't anything that I was doing, but I was up. I'd be up studying, just studying. I mean, like you thought I had finals or something. I wasn't in school, but I, at that time anyway, but I was studying, um, Actually, I was in school, but I was studying for about two years, just studying the prophetic, you know, and studying on it. And I was like, okay, because um, there's a lot of things that go with the prophetic. You hear a lot, you see a lot, you sense a lot, but I was having a lot of dreams and my dreams. Now this happened well before, but I was having a lot of dreams. And so what happened was in 2019, you know, I was, um, I had been acknowledged Lord Jesus, <laughs> as a prophet um, at a place, 
And then um, because I didn't, you know, because I had dreams about their wickedness, they they decided, uh, you know, to try to turn on me. But I'm I, I'm not I don't, I don't I don't mind smoke because as a prophet, you're going to get a lot of smoke. Prophets are very confrontational. You know, we you look at Jesus. Jesus went in a te- in the temple and flipped the tables. <laughs> you know, so you know he he was like, "You all are doing things that are blasphemous to me." So prophets are going to be confrontational. They are going to stand against injustice. Anything that like treats people wrong, like it just it it just makes us feel a whole kind of way <laughs> because we're all God is always concerned about people. And so as I was doing this and I was having dreams, you know, and um, I think it was 2019, well, 2018, that place called me a prophet. And it was, uh, you know, people were acknowledging that I was a prophet. And then um, 2019, I went to a service um, at, um, you know, at the Armor of Light, um, Apostle Wayne. And he's a, he's an apostle. He's been around for you know, these people who rise from, from, <laughs> they come out of somewhere and they just, <laughs> you got to be kind of careful. You want to watch the fruit of people. I, I have to say that Lord Jesus, because man, y'all better be praying people. You don't have to be a prophet to pray. You better be praying, praying, praying. Amen. <laughs> um, but, um, so I, they acknowledged what happened was they were saying, you know, uh, a prophet was there and he prophesied to me and he said, you know, there's a strong prophetic mantle on your life. And he said, um, uh, soon it's, it's going to be, it's not just a gift. So there's the gift of prophecy because we can all prophesy and encourage and lift one another up. But then there's the office of a prophet. And so he said, but it's not just a gift, it's unto a ministry. Mm-hmm. So that was sealing um, that I was called to the office of a prophet because I was having dreams about all of it, but I just couldn't share. Prophets can't share everything. You can't, you can't share everything. God mm-hmm. won't, God will. Mm, this is happening. God will require the blood from your hands. Everything I'm saying is in scripture. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an account. Let's go. Cause I, I hear it. So Samuel, God was calling Samuel to be a prophet at a young age. Samuel was with Eli and Eli was a prophet. And so Samuel came to him and said, Lord, did you call me? And Eli said, no, I didn't call you. And then he said, Eli knew as a prophet, okay, wait. He told him, go lay back down and see if it happens again. And he came back, Lord, did you call me? And Eli said, it's the Lord. He knew the Lord. He was a prophet. He was telling, he said, it's the Lord calling you as a prophet. And then Eli had to ask him, he said, tell me what the Lord told you to tell me. Because Prophets are servants. There are some things that only God will reveal only to prophets. He's only going to reveal it to the prophet. All right. Um, He's not going to reveal it to the pastor. See, everybody, I'm I'm about to go. If you would just stay in your lane, you'd be okay. 
and Eli knew it was from the Lord. He knew, he knew. See, here's the thing. This is why, let me, let me go there real quick. Some people do not like prophets. <laughs> I eat some of these, some pastors. <laughs> it's so sad because we should be working together as the body of Christ. Really? We really, really should. Unless you, you, you know, because they're doctrine of devils and wolves of sheep clothing. I'm going to go there. I'm going to tell y'all the whole truth and nothing but the truth because it is true. There are doctrines of devils. There are wolves in sheep clothing. They So if a wolf is in sheep's clothing, they're made to look like a sheep, but they're really a wolf. They are ravenous. They want to destroy the church and the body of Christ. A prophet is going to uphold the ordinances of God, which means the holy things of God. You know, we're going to, there's safe. There's some things that are sacred to God, very sacred to him, you know? And so we have to uphold those things. He's asking us to uphold it. Don't give heed, you know, and don't bow to Baal. You can see in, um, with Elijah, uh, prophet Elijah, you saw fall 450 false prophets. So false prophets are not just coming around. They've been around. Okay. They've been around. And so they were with Jezebel and Jezebel is talked about in revelation. So these, these, there are ancient spirits, people that have been around well before us. Okay. They've been here. And they are here to destroy the church. Jezebel is a witch. Okay. That's what Jezebel is. Um, and um, even Delilah's. You can look throughout scripture. There's so many stories of, of these things that have happened. Penina. They're, they're wicked women. They're wicked people in the earth. And so, again, Elijah came up against 450 false prophets. They were telling leaders what they wanted to hear instead of what God was saying. And you will never find God trying to go with a flow. <laughs> God is not going, he don't care about your flow. <laughs> He's not concerned about your flow. He's concerned, he ain't concerned about, let me, oh, I heard, I said, tell him this one too. He's not concerned about your vibe. He's not concerned about your flow. Y'all know everybody got a vibe now. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. What's your vibe? <laughs> God's not concerned about your vibe. He ain't thinking about your vibe. <laughs> he is thinking about your heart. Mm-hmm. God is always concerned about the heart. He's always concerned about the issues of the heart. And it takes me back. Yes, there's a couple of scriptures going through my mind right now. But when, when Samuel... Uh, went to Jesse's house to anoint David as king. You know, he, uh, he, Jesse had all these sons. And so Jesse's like, well, it's gotta be this one. It's gotta, if the prophet's coming, it's gotta be this one. Ooh, the prophet's coming, which is good. The prophet's coming, but he's coming in the name of the Lord. When we come, we're not coming in our name. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. We are coming in the name of the Lord. How could Jesus look at religious leaders and call them a generation of vipers? Mm. 
It was through the spirit of God. <laughs> he said, oh, you generation of vipers. He called them snakes because mm. they were wicked in their heart. You'll see it all throughout scripture where the Lord is addressing these things, you know, and there's some heavy things that God wants us to address, but it's to turn people's heart back to God. Let me get back to David. And so Samuel comes and Samuel's like, oh, is it, it's got to be this one, Lord, because he looks strapping. <laughs> and God's like, mm-mm. He said, no, it's not him. No, it's not him. No, it's not him. And so Samuel said, do you have another son? He said, oh, yeah, I have one. He's out in the field. Mm. Tending to the sheep. Glory to God. David was tending to the sheep. Sheep represent the body of Christ. And David was tending to the sheep. Hallelujah. And so Samuel, Samuel said, bring him. Because when Samuel looked at one, God said, no, man looks at the outward appearance. I am looking at the heart. God is always looking at the heart. And that's why he's always trying. That's when a prophet comes on and said, wait a minute, let me help you turn your heart back to God. Don't turn your heart to me. Turn your heart to God. Amen. And so that's what a prophet, listen, if any prophet is telling you, yeah, I don't know. It's too much out here. I could go through. It's too much. It's too much. First of all, if, if they a whoremonger, if they a thought, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I got to tell y'all, if they a whoremonger, a thought, you know, they just lying. They have no integrity. Why are you going to believe? I don't want to hear from you. Why don't you get your life together? Just get mm -hmm. it together. I'm not talking. No one is perfect. I'm not talking about perfection, but I am talking about holiness. So don't yeah. get it twisted because God still requires holiness. All right. So. I love that you talked about even in this whole conversation, what I love about it is it's not glamorizing the responsibility and the role of being a prophet because from outside perspective, people love knowing the mysteries. It's mm -hmm. human nature. They want to hear the mysteries of God. They want to hear it's the same reason they go to fortune tellers the same way you looking at your sign. And it's the same because people in human nature, they want to know the mysteries. And so they look at prophets because prophets tell the mystery of mysteries of God and they glamorize the role. And then even if you're called to be a prophet, you may essentially or initially glamorize the role because you're seeing the response to the power. But that's why the process is so important because that process is where you study to show yourself approved. It's where you are practicing righteousness is when your heart is being dealt with. Cause how is God, if God tells you the mysteries prematurely and you go out, you're going to mismanage your people and that blood is going to be on your hands. And I, I can't even fathom. But I want to go back to that part because for people who they may be in that space where they're having those dreams, they are feeling crazy because like, God, he's showing me this, he's showing me that. And they are now getting the language to understand what that gift is. What is their next step to start to work on themselves 
and to start to prepare themselves for when God does send them out. Mm. God is saying, steward yourself, steward yourself. Stewardship is, is big. And yes, you do. You don't glamorize it. And you have to be purified. Listen, you have to be purified. You have to, you have to, you have to, you know, I can share this now. Um, I've shared it with a couple people, but I remember got two years ago, it's been a little over. I think I shared it with you, sweetheart, but he told me, get off of social media. Literally <laughs> get off. Now I'm not talking about when I go live and stuff. I'm talking, he get off. Good God from Zion. And, you know, social media is a part of our normal lives. I don't watch TV. So, you know, like he already cut that out. He purifies you. He purifies. He's like, you can't watch these vain things and think you're going to speak my mysteries. You know what I mean? It's like, how are you? How am I going to? He can't. God, do you have to trust people before you give them all your information? Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hold it now. Do you have to trust somebody before you give them your information? If we as humans are got to trust you, I got you got to be around me for about, well, now, don't talk about me. Let's talk about somebody else. Because <laughs> it's a whole nother level. But you have to be I'm not going to just give somebody that I'm just meeting my wallet. I'm not going to give them my date of birth or my social. I'm not going to give them things that are personal to me. Good God from Zion. If I don't know you. So why would God give you his mysteries or trust you with it? Because he doesn't know you and you don't know him. Good God from Zion. You don't know him enough. Good God from Zion. You don't know him. Hey, can I trust you to keep this? Can I trust you? And then when he gives it to you, why am I, why is he going to tell you and you don't speak what he tell you to speak? Because Prophets of somebody, ain't timid. Prophets ain't timid at all. Because of somebody's status? What? So now God takes a back seat because of this person's status? Ooh. I think not. God is God. And besides him, there's no other. So it really doesn't matter who you are or who you think you are. Woo! That's the thing. And when and when those prop when prophets th- look throughout scripture, don't come for me. I'm telling you, religious demons, don't come for me. Don't come for me, you religious demons. Everywhere throughout scripture, you will see God was showing the prophets what they were really doing. And there were religious leaders coming before the people and then going out worshiping the stars and the moon. Astrology is blasphemous. There were leaders that were going out before people, I'm talking modern day, but still in the tide.
the tithe is holy. You must, you don't know scripture. The tithe is holy. It's, it's a consecrated thing that was started in Old Testament. Yes, it is. And Ananias and Sapphira dropped dead because they lied to the Holy Ghost. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. And people think that God won't bring judgment. Let's talk about it because that's what a prophet is going to do. Let's talk about it. God brings judgment. Yes, he does. Oh, God's so loving. Okay, yes, he is. But he's the lion and the lamb. I just told you the story when Samuel had to tell Eli he was going to die. But nobody wants to hear that. They want to hear God's going to part the waters, but they don't want, they don't want any, they don't want accountability to the Lord. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. It's that season, y'all. And by season, I mean allergy season. I'm someone who has seasonal allergies and it's the worst. My nose gets stuffy. My throat gets scratchy. Sometimes I'll come on and want to record my podcast and sound like a grown man. But luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I have been using Claritin D for many years. One of the biggest struggles that I have with my allergies is that they usually cause sinus problems as well. So Claritin D has been such a relief for me because it addresses not just the allergies, but the sinus issues that happen as a result of the allergies. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. I've been telling you guys that I'm planning a trip for my husband's milestone birthday that he has coming up. And as we choose which location we actually want to go to, I've been thinking a lot about learning a new language once we narrow it down. Because when I get there, I want to throw myself into the culture, into the language. And a part of that is learning exactly the language that they speak ahead of me getting there, right? Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. I'm most excited about the track record of Rosetta Stone because, I mean, they've been trusted experts for 30 years. Millions of users in 25 languages offered. I mean, Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. They have fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. So no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. They have an intuitive process so that you pick up language naturally, first with words, then with phrases, and then sentences. And overall, it's designed for long-term retention. 
They have speech recognition, so a built-in true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. So it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's convenient. So again, those desktop and app options with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And best of all, amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Blessed and Bossed Up listeners can give Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. But you want a microphone. You want a platform. Ain't nobody thinking about your platform. Surely not the Lord. The earth is his and the fullness thereof. He not thinking about your platform. He made you. And we as the church have to get some accountability going when it comes to everything. We have got to do better. The church of old, the, the, the apostles, they weren't playing around. Why do you think they put the Galatians, Ephesians, all of these books in place? It was to go, they went around to the churches telling them to get things, what to get in order. Mm-hmm. What to get, hey, I don't have, Paul was like, to this church, I don't, to the church of Corinth, okay? Hey, this, that, that's what he was doing. He was set, they were setting the churches in place and in order, in order. But we don't like order. Man has never liked order. And as soon as somebody tell you to sit yourself down, you got a whole problem. Well, I would rather sit down for six months and still be good with God than be good with you. And until you can get some accountability about yourself, God ain't going to never use you to the, to the, to the place where he could and would want to, because he can't trust you. So he told me to get off. Because we got to be able to speak what he says with thus saith the Lord. It is not about us. It's all about people. It's all about y'all. Everybody I'm pointing to, it's about y'all. This ain't got nothing to do with me. And any true prophet, even a true leader is going to tell you that. It don't have nothing to do with me. And you got leaders so puffed up and so much in pride. They don't need, they blinded y'all, they gone. But there's a true church. There's only one true church and it still exists. And there are people who really love God. And just want you to love them too. And want to help nurture you in the things of God. God. 
So for the person that is in this space to where they're lamenting, they are seeing what's going on in the world. God has given them these dreams and they is just so much happening mm-hmm. and they understand what God is doing, but maybe they're frustrated because it's not their time to go just yet. How do they handle that season? Uh, just the loneliness that comes with people not understanding the things that God is showing you and the, the revelations that you're getting and the things that you're seeing, but other people ain't seeing it. And just that isolation and that frustration of the process, how do they emotionally handle that to be able to, you know, when it's time, be bold and go out and do what God is calling them to do? I tell you what, prophets, you're going to feel lonely. You're going to feel all of that. But it's for it's it it's it's just for your good. You have to handle that. But let me say this: if God couldn't trust you or didn't call, if He called you to that office, He already trusts you, right? He already trusts you with it. But you're gonna have to be patient, and then sometimes you just gotta speak up. You know, it ain't going to feel good. I remember he, listen, everybody's process is different, but let me say this one thing. God himself trains the prophet. He trains you. He trains you. And you need to be around, you need good, you need someone that you can trust to talk to about the dreams to help you to help you because some dreams are just to pray about some dreams are to warn okay to warn and it, god he always reveals things through our dreams you know that's a whole it can go it definitely goes with the prophetic but some of you just may be dreamers some of you may be seers you may not be called to the office of a prophet, but at some point you may. But it's how you steward through each and every area of that. That is very important. I can't say that enough. You got to be able to listen. A prophet is going before the Lord weeping on behalf of mankind, right? That's laying yourself on the altar. <laughs> God, we repent. No, not God. They repent. No, we repent. Hey, God, I'm standing in the gap over here. Glory to God. Hey, God, we repent. We repent on the behalf of others. Listen, we repent. When Esther, when when the story of Esther, when they had to, when they were, when they were about to be annihilated as a people, did some of them put on sackcloth and ashes or all of them? They all put on sackcloth and ashes. And fasted and prayed. Glory to God. Listen, you're going to have to fast as a prop. You're going to have to fast and pray. You got to turn down your plate. Consecration is a must. 
But did that's right. All of them fasted and prayed. Not one. They all fasted together. Listen, the prophets would come and say, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got something's off in the camp. <laughs> Glory to Something's off, God. We got to lay down before you. Can we consecrate? Can we fast? Can we pray? Hallelujah. So that you can save somebody. Glory to God. So somebody can be healed, delivered, and set free. That goes right back to the heart. And so you're going to, and there are conversations you are going to have to have with people. You are going, yes, you are prophet and God will test you. He will test you. And he's like, are you going to tell them what I said? Or you going to do it your way? Yes, God wants us blessed. Yes, God wants us to prosper. But God wants us to get our lives in order first. He, he's not, he's not, see, here's that part about the word again. He's not skipping over this for you to get to that. <laughs> you want to skip over. So you want to skip over fornication and masturbation. You want to skip over that, but you want the Lord to bless you in the city and the field when you come and when you go. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You know? You 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 want something that's going to speak to your flesh, but you don't want nobody to tell you to sit you sit down and get your life together first. You don't want nobody to tell you to come out your sin, but you want a platform. <laughs> it doesn't work like that, people of God. People, I want to say people of God. It doesn't work like that, people. And prophets always address leaders. Yes, they did. Always. It's all in scripture. They always address leadership, always, because God was trying to keep the, the leaders pure so the people could have a chance. <laughs> he want people to have a chance, but he spoke, they speak the wicked leaders. It doesn't matter. All of, Pharaoh was not going to ever change himself. Pharaoh was who he was. Nebuchadnezzar was who he was. Herod was who he was. And we have modern day pharaohs, Nebuchadnezzars, and Herods within the church. Now I'm going to put that pin in there because that's <laughs> going to take us to the second part of the conversation. So we're going to wrap up part one here and then we're going to get to part two next week. <laughs>